And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 114 today. Your host, CJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, and my father, Tommy Savaro. Kurtzman, how you doing today, brother? Fresh off vacation. Already back in the lab. Got a <laughs> bunch of games being uploaded. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy vacation. So I guess uh, playoffs now for the Bear Down. I'm not playing in the playoffs for so the first time, probably in my career, not play- making a playoffs in the league. Um Disappointing season for us. We'll talk about it, I guess, when we talk about my game more. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, disappointing season for me. Dad. Ready for the playoffs. All right. Let's start off. 9.30 a.m. slate. Ravens versus Panthers. Kurtzman, I know you just watched film on this game. I'll let you start. Oh, disappointing day for the Ravens. Disappoint- wow. Very disappointing day for Leota. But at the same time, man... The Panthers went out there and balled. Looked like they had a game plan from the moment the game started. Um, they were taking advantage of all of Leota's mistakes. Cody Van Note, three interceptions, also scored a touchdown in this game. Being a beast, Being have a, a day. Beast. Yeah, no, he was just he was playing well. He was reading Leota like a book. Um, I don't know if Leota could have read a book at that time <laughs> in the morning um, with no sleep that he was on, but no excuses for the Ravens. The Panthers went out there and absolutely dominated this game. Mikey Freeman picked six on a nice play on the goal line. Um... Just an all-around great effort for the Panthers. Douglas is just... I, I wrote in the chat, I said, kudos to you, dude. I was nervous about you making you a quarterback, and now you got a team at the 2C looking like probably the second-best team in the league right now mm. um, behind the Rams. But Douglas has improved uh, tremendously, and Michael Leva continues to be an absolute beast for them. And uh, he, him and Jordan Noya, man, they get it done on defense. So shout out the Panthers. They played phenomenally in this game. The Ravens need to figure out what the hell is going on. They, got a, they have a week off. No playing game for them. They survived, even though they had a, a terrible loss that hurt the point differential. Um, they still ended up with a high enough seat to have a bye week. My big takeaway from this game, besides this fact right here, Cody Van Note is on my big board. Okay. He's on my big board. Like, when the draft comes around, if he's in the pool, and a captain's like, yo, who's good in this spot right here? I'm like, well, Cody Van Note. Because he's a dog. He and was out there being a, a dog. Who played a lot of offensive line this year when he's a dog. Yeah, no, he's a dog. He cares he about buy, winning. He buys he, it in. He yeah, he wants. He, he does whatever it. it takes to win. So, and he was talking his shit. So, I'm a fan. Um, Kurtzman, I called you and I told you this, and I have to say it on the podcast. The Ravens look dead to me. Like, and I know Joe Liotta was at a wedding, and you know he said he was fucking coming off of no sleep off a of bender, like. If if that's a valid excuse, then that's a valid excuse. But if you if you watch the game, I, I did. Oh my god! He tripped his own feet. It, they, no, not I'm not even just blaming Joe. Just all, they just looked like shit. They just looked like he shit out there. Cocky. I don't I don't think he was cocky, but like it was terrible. They were frustrated. They were arguing with each other. Like we liked the Ravens because we liked their energy. Their energy was ass. Like I like their huddles. They broke the huddles good. Ravens on three. Like they broke the huddle well, and it seemed like they were gonna come out with energy. But then, uh, Jesus Christ, it was horrible. Like they just could throw, turn it over. Leo, I took you. I said, "What? He got seven interceptions. What do you have?" Yeah, I think five or six. I, just, five, I, yeah, I, five, I didn't do this. That I just counted. Might as them. well have been seven. Yeah, might as well have been. <laughs> um, they were just throwing the ball interceptions nonstop. Um, the Panthers were they were just there. Like they fully believed they were going to win the game from the start, and they dominated the entire game. So obviously, you have to give a huge shout out to the Panthers. But extremely disappointing weekend from the Ravens, Dad. Yeah, it's, it's not so much what the, the Ravens didn't do, but what the Panthers did do. They played great defense. Um, 
the pressure they got on Leoto was incredible. It was tough for them to block Jawa. Jawa was in almost every play. Jawa was being a beast. Beast pressuring uh, Leota. And and you want to credit, uh, I mean, Cody played a great game, but if it wasn't for that line putting the pressure on uh, on, on Leota, on Leota, then the, you know they might not got those picks. And they were doing a lot of it with a two-man rush. The thing that bothers me the most about the Ravens, all right, you know what? I, I I can give Leota a pass on uh, you know being a little hungover from a wedding from the night before, but they played now three straight halves of football of uninspired football. Take the last half of uh, the Seahawks game, no touchdowns, and and this this whole game, it, they did not move the ball, and that's not like this team. This team puts points on the board, so uh, you know I, I I expect them to bounce back. The team is too good not to. Uh, Joe's too good of a quarterback. Uh, a lot of things I didn't like during the game. Uh, one being, listen, I'm a, I'm a big fan of a Rod. I, I don't like if you got, you know what if you were open and, and you feel that the ball should be thrown to you you know you don't scream it out on the field you go to the sideline you talk to your quarterback that's your leader that's the guy that's been doing for you all year you don't you don't hang him out to dry you don't you know, publicly undress him you know it just it makes the other team seeing that you you have infighting it just it just gives them more fuel I don't like it talk to your quarterback on the sideline you've got something to say to him never air it out in public mm. yeah no. I definitely, I definitely I, agree, I with definitely agree with that. No, I, um, I just think it's hilarious. Bear down is hilarious because we just like openly talk about someone being hungover, like a valid excuse as to why they lost. Yes, it's like like a, like we're like like trying to be like first take out here, and then it's like imagine Stephen A. Which saw, went on TV and was like, "Yeah, the Packers lost this week because Rogers was hungover as shit." <laughs> that's, yeah. funny, that's funny that as hell. That would be crazy. No, but that's what makes this. League. No, that's that's, that's the league though. That's the league. That's the league. Makes, these guys are gonna pay millions of dollars like that. No, no but they're not. That's what makes it hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to the Panthers on a on a huge win. Shut them out. So, yeah, listen, Doug, out. I thought Douglas played a great game too. I don't want to take anything away from him either. Nope. Uh, like liked everything he did. I know opening drive where uh, he threw a a, a bomb to. Uh, Oliva yeah. was a 50-50 ball. That's a good play. One, it's third down, and he's deep in his own end. So if it gets picked off, it's almost like a punt. Yeah. Second is, you know what? I'll take a 50-50 ball with my best receiver any day. He's been doing it all season. Yeah. I, so, you know, it's it's a lot of people say, oh, you got lucky on that. No, that's a no. heady play. It's a smart play. Hey, that's why, listen, I, I preach on the podcast all the time. That's letting your best guy just go up and do it for you and mm. getting the ball to him. And I kudos to Douglas because I was just looking at the stats. They're not fully updated, but right now Oliva is heavily, like, heavily in the lead in a lot of receiving categories so they're been getting it done good combo Douglas and Oliva love yeah. it Panthers big win get to the two seed shout out to Douglas shout, shout out to the, the Panthers yeah. alright let's go to the next game here good one actually in this one football team versus the Bucks. dad I know you didn't watch when you were too busy watching the other game um, I wanted to say this the the Bucks definitely played with a lot of, of grit and I think for a football team for a team that was winless they they cared in that game and they were really trying to win that they game. So up. yeah, no. Uh for the most part. Okay. Yeah, for the most part it was a lot of, they had a few subs obviously, okay. but for the most part they was like their core guys there. Tommy was there, Paulie was there, like they were playing. Okay. Um low scoring game, I think 12-6 was was the final score yeah. in this one. Uh huge overtime. play, huge play, yeah, overtime, huge play by by Spo at the end to win the game. Um they started to get a stop on defense, but Spo went up uh in the back of the end zone, made a really nice grab over a guy. And came down with it. Um, Mikey, who was hurt before the game, was like, I can't play quarterback. My shoulder is killing me. Um, in the second half, they, the Bucks, neither team was moving the ball. Like, they were moving the ball, but neither team could score. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, all right, I got to. Uh, I got Mikey's like, I gotta have to, I just have to go in and play quarterback. 100%. And he was wincing after every throw. Shout out to Mikey. He definitely toughed it out. 
Damien was a god. Nine sacks, broke the record. Oh, he had nine sacks. Nine sacks. It was nine? Yeah. Yeah, it was... I mean, Tristan was there filming. The kid Tristan, who plays point guard for me, he was, he was sitting there filming, and he was like, yo, this kid's fucking unbelievable. I was like, yeah, he's the defensive player of the year last year. Yeah. Nine sacks. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, and with that nine sack performance, not official, but he'll probably end up leading the league in sacks again because again. nine sacks usually... Nine sacks usually uh, will catapult you up the Like, stairs. nine sacks on Tommy. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ! Tommy is one that does like to. He he has a little bit of that old Sobes in him where he's holds the ball, yeah, about, holds it onto it, trying to make plays. Yeah, he's looking uh, to throw the ball down. No, hundred percent, because Tommy's always looking to throw the ball down, so he's always looking to make plays. Um, Bucks gritty win. The Bucks have shown they can win these grind them out games, but they haven't been able to show that they can really put a lot of points on the board. They play defense. They play defense. No, no, and that's a great team. That's that's what you can do if you're if you're a team that can you pride yourself on defense. They have to keep priding themselves on their uh, tackling because. Um, I've seen a couple games this year. It's been a little weak, but I thought they, I think they did pretty well today, grabbing flags, low-scoring game, defense played well. Damien was all over the place. That um, was unbelievable. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a big win for the Bucks. You don't want to go into the playoffs. They're playing the playing game. Um, we'll talk about that in the preview. But they they got to keep, keep it rolling. Big win this week to go into the playoffs, finish 4-4 four four in the season. Can't believe Tommy Gaunt-led team goes defeated. I think if Tommy was on on the Buck team, you'd be talking about the Bucks, you know, possibly uh, being up there. Well, yeah, he. I think he'd be the best quarterback on. Like he'd be the best. But you know, the, the, like I said, they they have talent on that Buck team. They just haven't been able to get it together offensively. Yeah. Reigning offensive player of the year goes zero and eight. Crazy. And you know what's crazy? He's back week one guaranteed next. Yeah, year. yeah. Guaranteed. I said. I said after I was talking to Giuseppe, I was like, it's just time for a shakeup. Like it's time for Tommy to have like a, a league team. Yeah, not, not like, just draft yeah, his not boys. Not just draft yeah. his boys. Like, he just needs a league. Tommy needs a league team. Tommy needs to really get he in the league. He can go Pauly with his number one again if he wants to. But outside of no, that, no, go No, no, no. You can definitely go Pauly. That's fine. But, like, I'm talking about linemen. I'm talking about... Yeah. Um, go with my usual approach. Top receiver, receiver two or three linemen line. in a row. Yeah, did line, he have Boston the last two seasons? He did. This one? He did. But yeah, just he, like, he needs that. He needs no. a guy like that. Yeah, no, he did. Um, Sedano no, he just needs a shake-up. And Sedano also needs a shake-up. He played a half of football the entire season. Um, rough season for the Reds, uh, for the football team. Um, Tim Howard was a beast all season. I like Tim Howard. Uh, Remy, play, I thought Remy played well. Showed some flashes. Had a couple sacks. Um, a couple big plays. Giuseppe lost season for him. Lost. Lost, lost touchdown. Crazy. Lost season. Lost season. Didn't get didn't get a lot of target share. Missing games. Here's a quote from Giuseppe. You know what? I think it might be time to play with Kurtzman. He throws some shitters, but at least he'll throw me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's a direct quote from Giuseppe. I, I, I mean, I think the whole statement is true. Yeah, it is true. I do throw shitters, but I definitely throw the ball to my guys. And I know guys who make plays. I was actually just talking about uh, guys I was looking to draft next season. Uh, wow. He was one of them. So. All right. Big win by the Bucks. They're 4-4 four four going into the playoffs. 4-4 four four going into the playoffs. Nine they're primed. Seed. They're primed. All right. 10-30 slate. Can't wait to talk about this one. Jesus Christ. The air out of the century. Rams against Oilers. No. Oh God. Oh boy. That start. I, correct me if I'm wrong. If the Oilers win that game, they had a shot at the one seed. They would have finished. They finished five and three, so they would have been six and two. And they had the, the tiebreak on the Rams. And they also had beat the Seahawks, who were the three seed, and didn't play Panthers. So I don't know the point differential, but, but it would have been in position. A big to game like that, you, and you don't show up. You don't show up for that game. You get don't show z- up. Zero points. They sucked. They, yeah. I, I was looking for them. I, I know I, a lot of the players like to talk to me how good their team is. I only have one loss on, on the year on the field, and and then they, they just get their doors blown off. I, I'm, I'm, 
I didn't expect that. I, I, from Jirak, I wouldn't expect that. He's Is better. this a team you drafted? <laughs> yeah, it's not by health, Jirak. Two losses uh, in a Don't get me wrong. They're still a good team. But you know what? you you got to put a little more heart into it uh, than, you know, than, than playing like that. That's, that was not a good game, not a good game to watch. Christian, what do you think? I think Justin Ferrara is a monster. He's the best um, player ever. Yeah, he just makes every play there is to be made. Fly grabbing, I don't know, unofficial number, but watching the game looked like he had 10-plus tackles again. Um, he played at the, in the middle. The defense of the, the Rams was obviously very prepared and very well coached up because the defensive line was doing the same thing every single play, and the, 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 backs, the back four for the Rams of Rougeau, I.B., Devontae Span and Justin were had, were keeping nobody was open. Jarrock had to hold on to the ball for so long, wasn't able to run for a lot of big games. Dean Wiatrowski was a monster in this game. Uh, Dylan Perone got good pressure. Earl also got very good pressure. And they were just suffocating Jarrock, pushing him back, pushing him back, not letting him get outside. Very well coached by IB and Justin before the game, I imagine. And the Rams look like the way mo- the way better team, which they definitely are, and also the way more prepared team. Mm. Um, there was obviously a game plan. And it worked to absolute perfection. Offensively, IB, they were just doing their thing. Guys were getting open down the field. I know Jarak-led teams like to play a lot of man. Not a thing you can do against the Rams. Not a thing you can do against IB. No chance. No, no, no Can't chance. guard your man for fucking seven seconds. Seven. Could be, could be 15. Yeah. Um, but no. Huge win by the Rams. Absolutely asserting their dominance in this game. from Basically from the start, um, it, was, it was a long day for the Oilers and... Everyone should be on notice now because the Rams are legit. Everyone <laughs> scored. Rougeau scored. Dante Svan scored. Justin had two pick sixes. Rougeau showed up late, walked on the field, caught a bomb for a touchdown. I mean, that's kind of how <laughs> IB-led IB teams are able to score in a hurry. IB was a monster. This one putting everything absolutely on the money for all of his receivers. Um, just what a, what a performance by the Rams. I mean... Same performances they had against. Uh, IB was making plays on defense too. Yeah, they kind of slept walk through their IB, last yeah. their last victory in this game. You know, against the Oilers, you know, an elite team, and you know, he definitely showed up for this game. IB and Justin are the two best players in the league. Best combo, yeah. No, they're just the two best players in the league. Like that, just uh, honestly, they're probably the two best players in the league. Justin is definitely the best player in the league. IB's the best quarterback in the league. He might oh, just... Oh, TJ, you're saying Justin's the best player? Justin is yeah. the best player in the and league. you didn't vote for him MVP last year? I voted for him Offensive Player of the Year or Defensive Player of the Year, <laughs> whichever one. I voted for him um, whatever. No, I've... Justin is the best player. Would Justin... Have, it would have been unanimous last year had you voted. I told you. He didn't, didn't get it done. He got X. Didn't get it done. Um, but no, but seriously, it just, that's just what it comes down to. Like, Justin's a fucking wizard. He makes plays that no literally no one else can make, and IB also makes plays that literally nobody else can make. And their team is good around them. You shout out the supporting cast around them. It look it looks to me like they have to be a heavy favorite at this point to win it all. Like going into the playoffs, it's just like, yeah, these other teams are good, but if the Rams come to play and they game plan and they focus and they're locked in, there's just no way. There's just no way they're they're losing right now. Uh, major shout out to the Rams. They fucking killed the Oilers, who a lot of us had as the second or third best team in the league, and it was embarrassing, fifty-two to nothing. The Ravens and the Oilers scored a combined zero points this week. The yep. second and third teams on your guys' power rankings, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, probably. Second and third teams. Yeah. And um They, they both laid shitters. Yeah, terrible. But the Rams, they, I just give the credit to the Rams. You know, they were on everything doing like you said, they were just super ready for the game. Everything. Jesus, bad, bad loss for the Oilers. They need to get their shit together. But for the Rams, they're looking like it's gonna 
It's gonna be it's gonna be very tough to beat them. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, let's go to the next game: the Saints versus Bears. <laughs> Disclaimer: Bears forfeited a winning game. Yes, it's disgusting. The Bears forfeited. You did not have enough players there to in a winning in in a winning in to to play. Disappointing. Um, let's talk about this really quick before we before we we bury your season, Grossman. Okay. Uh, Saints, a little disappointed that they came out super flat. I know I told Deshaun before the game that it was a forfeit. He told me not to tell anyone because he just wanted the game to be played. Yeah. But then they came out and then they were saying like, like I guess someone said something. Because well, I mean, you see six different jersey colors on the field. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, this ain't it. But then they, you know, then they got into it. Guzman was talking his shit. I thought Guzman played really well. Buddy was a beast, obviously, in this one again. Um, I don't think the game should have been this close, but when they needed to, to, when it was winning time, they made every play, the Saints. But got to give a big shout-out to Morick. Honestly, played pretty well at quarterback, and he definitely played better than anyone thought he would. I think he de- he played better than he thought he would have played yeah, he at quarterback. Had, he couldn't, be- like, it, it, well, he he, couldn't believe it, but he played well. No, he had nice plays, good movement in the pocket. I know. He threw a dive in the back of the end zone to, uh, to Guzman. In the back, it was great. Morick, I cannot believe he played that well. Big, big, big shout out to, to Morick. Dad, do you have anything on the game? Yeah, before the game, I, I went over to talk to the Saints, and I thought they pretty much knew that the game was already a fourth yeah. going in. So I said, uh, "Don't take your foot off the gas." I said, "Go into the playoffs with a with a head of steam." I said, "Do everything that you want to do." I said, "You know, if you gotta, you know, run it like a, a an advanced practice, run it that way. Uh, get your work in." But, you know, win the game, and you know what? Like you said, when they needed to, they did. Uh, they, they could pour it on when they have to. They're, they're, they're moving the ball well. Deshaun's playing very well. I'm really glad to see that. S- such a great guy, such a, uh, you know, a, a super talent, uh, and I'm glad to see him progress as a quarterback. Yeah, Deshaun's been good this year. I think it took them a little – I think the Saints, it took the Saints a little bit to um, wake up in the game. It's, it's, it's different when you're coming to the game like, all right, playoff game winning in we got to win this game to make the playoffs Deshaun's got to got to get it done um and then you find out it's forfeit I think it definitely tem- it, it definitely tempers your intensity in the game um but they usually are a team that has energy so I'm not worried about that <clears throat> per se in their um playoff game coming up next week I think they'll definitely bring the energy up and be prepared to win um I just I don't know it, it's disappointing they didn't come out there and kind of just take care of business you know Let's bury easy. let's bury your team season. I'll go for it. Bury your season, Dad. Put put the Bears to rest. Uh, inconsistency. Uh, players, good players that didn't show up. Uh, you know, players that were good that you know didn't want to play during the game. Uh, it's just it's it's an, usually as as good as Kurtzman is on the field. He's even a better GM. He knows how to put a team together. It and was the hangover. The the, the championship loss, it, yeah, it, it, it hurt him. Yeah, it did. But this this wasn't a particularly, you know, this Kurtzman-like team. I knew from the beginning this team, <clears throat> not that there's no offense to anyone, we just didn't have the correct roster construction to make a real You didn't do it right. You didn't no, do what I you did. usually do. You I did not do it right. He usually does it every year, so. Yeah, no, listen. I've drafted a great team probably four out of five seasons, so. It happens sometimes. Bad draft, bad season, but uh, I'm right back into it. I think fall. I think this. Kurtzman had no break. He went from losing the championship to then to, getting smoked. To, to then getting smoked by IB, and it's just his 
not your love for the league because your love for the league was definitely still there and you were still very excited about the league but like your your laser focus on getting a win for your team yeah you just didn't you just weren't there you just weren't where you needed to be mentally putting I put it 50% on you 50% on everyone else that's fine. I gotta give you. I gotta give you the majority. Of the blame. I gotta give you the majority of the blame. I have to. The quarterback always gets the majority. I have of the blame. to. And That's it's the just the game. It's uh, it's crazy when you when you said yes to this vacation. You were like, yeah, I'll be in the playoffs. It won't matter. Can I ask you a question? How do you blame a quarterback that goes out every game and gives it his all? He's a GM, as well. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They, you know, hurt putting together. It's not his fault that you know the guys that he did pick, you know, either didn't show up or didn't play. He just, he, well, he's he's the coach as well. He's he's the, he's got to be the, the guy yeah, who brings yeah, it all I, together. I, I never saw a lack of effort anytime he stepped on the field. Oh, never! I would never lack effort on the field. I'm no, it wasn't that. At all. Um, it just, he wasn't. I'm telling you. Chris, no, I didn't. We didn't game plan. You didn't, didn't game plan the way he did. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But um, that, that I don't like this feeling. Mm. So not gonna. You're not gonna see this again. I promise you. All right, let's do <clears throat> the 11:30 slate. Excuse me, 11:30 slate. Steelers versus Seahawks. Good game. Yeah, it was a good game. I watch it. Yeah, talk about it. Uh, anytime you have uh, Joe DeMeo step in, even if it's like a, a one-day thing, he's going to deliver. He, he's a gamer. He'll play. Uh, loved what I saw from him. Uh, Steelers, you know, they, they, they gave a really good effort. Seahawks with a nice bounce-back win against a good team. And I, I know Serhoff makes a big difference on that team, but like I said, Joe played well. So that's a good win for the Seahawks. All I got to say is the Steelers got to learn how to catch football before um, the playoffs start. Because I thought Joe played really well, and I thought that his receivers let him down. And we've been saying that about the Steelers' receivers all season, just dropping easy balls. And I'm not even talking about touchdowns or anything like that. I'm talking about when it's an easy play for seven or eight yards, and you drop the football. That kills drives. That kills momentum. And you never know, because maybe you catch it seven yards, and you make the guy miss, and then it's a 25-yard gain. Um they leave a lot of opportunities on the table. I said to you before, not that the Seahawks didn't deserve to win the game because they did play well. I thought they played well enough to win. Um, but there were opportunities for the Steelers. I would still like the Seahawks. Bryce, absolute game-breaker, made a great catch over Jake. Crazy. Crazy catch. Bryce has improved so much in the league in the last two seasons. He's a dog. Um, he's an right absolute, you know, absolute dog. He went in the first round this year. He was the last pick of the first round, and he definitely lived up to that billing. Um, James has played well this season. Uh, ran more this week, which I was, I was happy to see. I still would like him to be a little bit more of a quicker decision maker with the ball in his hands. I feel like he's always trying to throw and then runs. I want to see more just first, second, he's not there. Right. Go. Get the corner. You're you're one of the fastest players on the field. Most times you step on the field. Use that to your so, ability. So you'd rather just go on through one read and then go? or not, No, I'm not even saying every play. I'm just saying there are times where he go, he pumps like three or four times on one play. Like, don't do yeah. that. Like, yeah. two pumps on one play max and then get look out. Once, and, look twice, then go. And then there's yeah. a lot of plays where, like I just said about the Steelers, you could have grabbed seven or eight yards on the ground and maybe grabbed 15 or more if they miss a flag or two, but instead you throw an incomplete pass because you're jumping and falling out of bounds and you throw it behind a guy. I don't know. Just things I see. I like James as a quarterback. He obviously, they obviously, like, he knows what he wants to do before he comes into the game. Um, they're an interesting team going into the playoffs. They avoided the play-in round. They're the sixth seed. They're going to see the Steelers, actually, mm. in a rematch. Not this week upcoming, but the next week. Suroff will be back. And um, I, I don't know who I'm going to pick for that game yet, but that is going to be a very good game, just as this one was. 20-13 to 13 final in this one. Seahawks take the dub. Um, no more Kokoda in this game for the 
um, the Seahawks, which is obviously a huge loss on both sides of the ball. Also, and, no and it showed. It showed. Yeah, and, it definitely uh, showed. Yeah. I like. I like this. I like the Saints. Not the Saints. The I like Saints. the Seahawks. Me too. Way better with Mark, and I love them with Mark and Bryce because then you have two just elite dynamic playmakers who could do anything at any time. So you definitely felt missed his presence out there, and as well as Drew, who's also great an emo- a great offensive lineman and emotional leader great. for one as well. Good luck. Yeah, James was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do without Drew snapping me the ball this week. So yeah. that's def- definitely huge. So I, I love uh, good win for the Seahawks, good win for James. You Bowen, know, be- big big week for Bowen. Just wanted to make sure I shot him out. Bowen had a drop, and then he had a nice play right yeah, after. Yeah, right after, so he right made after. up for it. But yeah. No, no, uh, I like the Seahawks, man, just like you said. I do. I think they played well. Jake Hogan was a beast again. We like to talk about him. I think I don't. I feel like we don't talk about him enough. He's a monster. Jake Hogan's a beast. I've been saying all year. No, I know. You fear do. Fear the headband. Fear the headband. No, he's a monster. He's showing why he was also a first round pick. And comes to show. Yeah, Jake Hogan is the very, second round. Second, for, first, yeah, second very round. deserving of his draft stock. Hundred percent. All right, let's go to the next game here. That was a forfeit between the Packers and the Jags. Uh, let's re- let's lay we'll just, let's yeah. lay them to rest. Let's lay the Jaguar season to rest. If you had Sobes and Augie winning zero games, wow. you cashed. <laughs> um, Sobes uninspired all season. Augie breaks shoulder week three. Um, team falls apart after that. Lack of attendance. Rob L made some plays. Kept some games close, but overall this team was a team of subs a lot of weeks. Just trying to get those four guys there to make it not a forfeit. Um, shitty season for them. Spotty attendance, and yeah, I mean, like it's really it. They Done didn't. That one player showed up to this game. Oh and eight last week of the season. I mean, oh and seven going into last week yeah. of the season. I'm not gonna say I blame you, but I'm a little disappointed in everyone that didn't show up. Terrible. Terrible. I have nothing else to say about them. Yeah, so it was a god to me in this league uh, the past couple of seasons, and Just you know, playing last season uninspired, and this year didn't really even. I I wonder why he played. I didn't think he cared anymore. So uh, you know. Sad to see that. One of the great talents in this league. Packers, going into the playoffs, how do we feel? Listen, they were a team that I think we've been kind of up and down about all season. Sometimes we like them, sometimes we don't. I love their team full, and I think that the key for them is they need to, if they have the definitive edge on the offensive and defensive lines in a game, they should go out there and win the game because that defensive line and offensive line of Hughes, Torino, and um, Noah, that is, and Chase on the, the three guys each way, they cause a lot of pressure, and they give Joey time to throw. Um, their their key is going to be the playmaker stepping up, and because when Joey in the playoffs, you got to throw the ball a little bit. Joey had 17 rushes in the game against the Bucks, um, and but in his 12 attempts or 15 attempts through two interceptions. So I think it's more about giving Joey that time to be consistent, have, give playmakers opportunities. Tom Garvey's been a beast all season for them. Um, Isaiah Copes, I think, has been a little quiet. Um, I think they need to get him the ball more, just kind of like get him the ball, let him run. He's a dynamic dynamic athlete, but um, they need someone to step up offensively, in my opinion, to really make big noise in the playoffs. Dad. I, I like the Packers. They uh, drafted a super athletic team. Uh, I was looking forward to this game. Uh, Tom Garvey called me this week, said he was going to quarterback. <laughs> yeah. He was looking for tips. I love it when players in the league call me because they know – that the wisdom is there. Do you want to hear, no, hear the real story? And I'll, and I'll share it. Do you want to hear the real story? <laughs> Tom Garvey texted me, said, any tips do you have this week for quarterback this week? And I said, here's my dad's number. I'm at work. <laughs> That's literally what happened. But continue again. Go on. Uh, don't, don't rain on my parade. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, uh, I just finished five seed. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's a super. No, he said team. he said to you and your dad or anyone on the podcast have have the thing. I was just joking. Yeah, before Tom, before Tom, before Tom freaks out. <laughs> Listen, I was talking to Justin uh, Suarez on on the sideline. He played in the uh, played in Brooklyn in the Expo League recently, and I said, you know, that was my league. I'm three time MVP there. Yeah, I'm a god there. So I said, maybe you throw my name. Everyone's gonna say, who the fuck is that? Because it was years ago. <laughs> oh. Who, over, oh, who over, the fuck is this old yeah. geezer? Over a quarter century ago, no yeah, one's gonna be yeah, alive, probably. It's telling me that they won three MVPs. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, uh, you're like fucking. Uh, so you have some someone like Chris over there. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Packers like I, just like Carson says, they, they could do everything. I just it's it's gonna come down to the quarterback play. And I, I've been kidding with Pip all year. I thought he played great. Listen, you know, first year your team's in the playoffs and you led them there. Yep. But if it comes down to throwing the ball, that's where the question mark's going to be. So, 100%. I think everyone knows Joey's athletic ability as a runner with the ball in his hands. Um, he's made a lot of guys look stupid in his career. Playoff pip. Playoff pip. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> if, you, but if you're seeing a team like the Rams and you got to put up points, it's going to yeah, be tough to do difficult. if you're not throwing the ball. 100%. But um, I do like the Packers going into the playoffs. They're a five seed. They do fall on the Rams' side of the bracket. So if they do win their first-round matchup, they'll have to probably see the Rams possibly in the, in the semifinals. Um, Joey's a monster though Absolute dog Hughes and Chase are dogs If they have a full team show up They're a team that's a force They're a team that could possibly grab IB's flag Yeah they have Chase Chase athletically Chase is could, on that, Chase is could on get, that Chase level. could get there Chase 100%, could, but Chase could pull the flag And game planning they, they have guys who are dedicated to the league Hughes and Pep They game plan yep. I know they do They have a lot of guys that are dedicated Love love the league And um, that's huge They bring a lot of intensity And you know they're not going to be an easy out So uh we like the Packers going forward. Not sure if we're going to pick them against the Ravens in the first-round matchup, but the way the Ravens looked last week and the way the Packers looked the last time we saw them play, I don't know. We'll have to see. But uh, yeah. All right, let's go to the last game of the day. We have the Cowboys against the Bengals. Kirsten, you watched the film on this one, correct? I did. Go ahead. Um, High-spirited game, I thought. I thought uh, plays would be made on both sides. Shout-out T.J. Brown. I'm not sure if my no. – I'll, I'll, you know, I'll let you know the stats before your playoff game so you can get a little hyped up. Um, I don't have them right now, but you had three touchdowns. You were an absolute monster. Garland was feeding the shit out of you. No De Palma this week. I thought Don Palumbo played pretty well. I thought Mark Calkin made some plays. Um, I was a little disappointed by the offensive line, though, of the Bengals. Usually been dominant. Jodell's been a little spotty in his attendance this year. Um, they were getting beat a little bit by the rushers. Speed, speed rush. Yeah, speed rush. Um, but overall, uh, Cowboys, Dan Dexter, running all over the field for the second straight week, showing that he's one of the best athletes in the league, yeah. making guys miss with his flag. He scored, I think, five or six more touchdowns this week. Um, late surge for the Cowboys this season. Um, sucks it didn't happen earlier. Two wins to end the season. Dan Dexter looked pretty good in his last two wins. Um, I know they've had a lot of subs all season, a little inconsistency in terms of uh, attendance, but Dan and his brother Christian, for sure, have been very dedicated to the league and trying to pull out dubs for this team, and they were able to get two at the end of the season. So shout out to the Dexter brothers. They both played very well in this game. Um, as for the Bengals, not the best way to go into the playoffs. A win probably would have gotten you out of a win. 100, I lied, a win 100% would have gotten you out of the playing round. Instead, um, fall to the 2-6 and six Cowboys. And they've taken some bad losses this year. They lost to me. They lost to the Cowboys. Um, I think that the Steelers need to be ready to go in this game. They're playing game against the Saints. I will talk about more in the preview. But they need to come in ready to go and high energy and need to know how to pull flags because that flag pulling uh, 
performance this past week against Dan Dexter was awful. So uh, a guy like Deshaun, guys like Buddy, they can make you miss. So, Dad. Yeah, I watched this game, and uh, I noticed that the, the Packers put two of their best players on that team. Now, you, uh, there could be complaints as, you know, why are you getting great subs like that? Well, the Cowboys are missing their first two picks. First like, five picks. Right. <laughs> so... The Bernie Abels weren't there. So, Cardona I mean, wasn't there. Listen, Lebo wasn't there. Matt and and Chase definitely made a difference. Uh, Chase pressuring uh, um, uh, Trevor all day. So you know they, they got in some words late in the game. Uh, that I thought Trevor thought that Chase might have been a little excessive, but wasn't a big deal. Uh, a little disappointed. You know I'll I'll, I'll give uh, the Bengals some leeway. They didn't have their full team. They're missing some key players there, uh, but they did play uninspired. Uh, and then, look, Dan, two straight wins. You know, if you're questioning what kind of quarterback he was, I was saying if he had maybe have a better team around him, he played better. And it showed, you know, the last two weeks, the guys that played for him, you know, really helped him out. So, I, I you know, I, 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 the book is, is not closed on him ever playing quarterback in this league again. Mm. He's definitely got talent. You just got to put a better team around him. Interesting. Yeah. Marino Patterson, big touchdown, catch and run in this game. Uh, quick little breakout at the end. Um, yeah, no, I, I think disappointing would, for Bengals. Yeah, disappointing for the Bengals entering the entering the uh, playoffs with a loss. They had a big win came, coming off and coming off a huge, huge win, win last against week Panthers. against the Panthers. Yep. Um, lay a little bit of an egg here. Offense kind of stalled late in this one. They kept it close. It was twenty six to twenty at a point, um, but the Cowboys were able to score twenty on answer to win the game or eight, sixteen on answer, I believe. Um, yeah, Bengals going into the playoffs with not the greatest momentum, but. As I was just saying to you before the game, Garland played a great playoff game last time in a playing round. So, you're a playoff uh, Garland. Playoff Garland, maybe. We'll have to see. Anything else on the league this week? Um, I'm happy it floats smoothly without me there and on vacation. Shout out to TJ. Shout out Augie. Yep. Shout out all my guys that helped me out. Mike Big, Gargano refed a little bit. Shout out to um, shout out to Jelani yep, refing. Jelani refing. Shout out to Morick. Shout out to Tristan. Yep. No, for sure. <laughs> shout out to Tristan. No, um, yeah, thanks for helping me out doing what, and helping keep me doing what I love to do. Yeah. That Stats anything? are on the way. I anything promise. else left? No, looking forward to the playoffs. All right, we'll be back on the preview tomorrow night. Catch you then, everybody. Peace.